Welcome to the Movie Babies, episode 29. I'm Devin. I'm Sean. And we got a guest in the house for the intro. For the intro. She's sitting right next to us. Mm-hmm. It's we should really strange. Probably let her introduce herself. Is that how this works when yeah. it's in the intro? You can introduce yourself because you're officially plug three. So we don't have to introduce you. And I'm lame. There you go. Yeah. So we just won the battle of and sexes. I'm lame. Because we were being so gentlemanly to you. Thank you. Is that how that works? Absolutely. Good job. We got an episode of this trailer review show where we talk about trailers, we review them, and sometimes we also talk about movies. And right now we're going to talk about It because we just saw it. So if you haven't seen it, fuck you. And two, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I think we all kind of like It a little bit. <gasps> Ooh. I love It. I hate It. I love to hate yeah. It. I have a lot to say about it. It's one of those films where, at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. I was like, this film is fucking awesome. Cinematography, okay. the writing. The cast is the, impeccable. The kids are very adorable. Perfect. And then the next scene, they do something, and I'm like, this movie sucks. And what are not, you doing? It's not the riffing. It's not the jokes on the Your Mama shit. It's not everybody talking about boobs because we got a lot of like adolescent boys in middle school. No, yes. no, no. It's just really rapey. I don't even mean it as a point of the male gaze. Like, there's just, like, a lot of molestation involved that was really fucking it up for me. Straight to it. I I love it. No bullshit. I think it's an important thing to know, because it definitely, like, it got me at the beginning where I was like, whew, oh, right, okay, like, this is going to be a thing. No, 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 you got this, you got this. Just get back into being scared. You got to focus in on it. Oh, we got some lighthearted banner between our guys. Like, love it. Definitely some Stand By Me action. Pure Stephen King, and then just like, oh, no, oh, God, we have to go back to that again. I mean, we should just, I mean, rapey should just be another word for Stephen King. It's like, when it says Stephen King's it, it should, it just should say rapes it. Stephen King's rapey it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of, kind of freaky on the, on the hard R stuff, but are we, none of us here read the book, and as we were told by someone who at least read the Wikipedia about the book, Yes. There is <laughs> potentially worse hard R in the book. Yeah. Right. And does in, not sound consensual. Sounds like a group situation with our main protagonist crew. Yeah, which is, is like sounds very brazzers.com to me. I'm like, how does this even fit into the storyline here? For the queen of 2017. I didn't have as much of a visceral reaction as maybe you guys did to the fact that, and I think what you're referring to is Beatrice's character. Bev Marsh. Beth, Beverly Marsh. Beverly's character. <laughs> She's this year's Barb, y'all. Yeah. She's really good. Be on the lookout. Yeah, I think it's, we should She's the redhead again. we the, all know and love. The kids in the movie are like, hit it out of the park. Great yeah, child actors. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, because adults are garbage people. Yeah. With pretty fun (laughs) roles because they get to be rated R kids, which is my favorite type of kid in a movie. Naturally. When you get to be a rated R kid, you've already, like, slam dunked it. Because Stand By Me, your favorite. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is very Stand By Me, even down to, like, Richie getting the Corey Feldman treatment. All the parent characters are quite... Awful garbage people. Horrendous, which I think is a great tension you, put on the film. You loved it. Yeah, yeah, I really like that because I have an inherent distrust of parents. I had it since I was a kid. All authority. Yeah, I don't... I like everybody's parents. I'm like, fucking fuck you, yeah. man. Fuck you, man. And, like, so this movie totally embraces that. My distrust for them is, like, is like fully awarded, and I like that. And so I like that the movie did that because it's not a very comfortable portrayal of of that family dynamic or whatever but it helps make this town very spooky and it helps with the whole atmosphere 
the Stephen Kingisms of it, I guess, as as I know from Osmosis. Seeing a bunch of other movies based yeah, in Maine. Not yeah. reading it, but just kind of watching Maximum Overdrive and shit. And <laughs> the state so, of Maine. <laughs> each of the parents are kind of helping prey on the fear of each kid. Mm-hmm. Billy's dad is like, don't look for your dead brother. And Asthma Kid's mom is like kind of doing this. by proxy thing. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And Beverly's dad, he keeps fondling his wedding ring, and we're assuming because she's not there, the mother has died or has or he drove left her his away ass. or something to that effect, right? Or we find out her story in the trailer we'll review later on in this episode. Oh, okay, interesting. And and he is coming at his daughter with a very sexually aggressive tone and like topic of conversation most times. And she's on the verge of getting her period, and he's like, you need to stay my little girl, uh, no, and blah, blah, blah. No, she has her period. She's getting tampons because she has her period. She has her period. You don't I'm just start with tampons, Sean Meyer. Maybe it's, not a, maybe it's a, the maybe it's a pre-strike. Maybe she's like, I know it's about that time. I'm just going to get these just in case. I don't know. That would be classic Bev Marsh. You know, <laughs> she's just always being prepared, and I like that. But there's a scene where she does get attacked by her dad, and it's almost kind of suggesting that it is involved in this. That maybe Ooh, the parents are possibly. not themselves. They're kind of based on, on this trauma. Cycle. Yeah. The parents can't see the shit that it's doing. Right. Or they, they, they establish it. They establish that. And that's kind of where the downfall for the film is for me, where one of my selling points for a film is I need to know how the magic works in this world. You have to have the explanation? I need some rules, right? Sometimes it's like biting and killing kids. Other times he's taking them hostage. Other times he's like going to kill them and then lets them go for no reason. And so the rules of it, how his fear works, yes. Uh And like Sean said, like, is he controlling the parents somehow? I like all these ideas. The film isn't giving me strong enough clues. Like, I can kind of headcanon that stuff. Sure. The film's not giving me enough strength on to really sell me on those ideas. How about this? Were you guys, did you have a, at least one good scare that was not a jump scare or noise-related scare last night? I really liked the actor of It, the clown. Okay, Hillscars that clown? was going to be my follow-up question. Mm, yeah. How'd you feel about the clown? So we get him early, yeah. like really early. The um, credits are done rolling over like our beautiful opening <laughs> sequence of just this lazy, rainy day. We'll he's like clown. under the sewer that we've all seen and know. He's not being overly creepy, right? He's the friendly. Board, he reminded me a lot of kind of Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker where he's kind of like... Being personable, but pretty scary if you look yeah. further. That's, that's Absolutely. it. That's a little it. disjointed, you know it could fall at any moment. And the mannerisms and his voice is this like tweaked a little bit where you're like, oh, are Big you friendly? Are you being... Are you mm-hmm. creepy? You know somebody, you've been in this scared. situation where you felt scared even though you weren't like exactly yeah. sure based on the cues or conversational tone that you should have been scared. I was really interested by the visual effects to what was digital and what was physical and kind of that yes. regard where like I, it blended in a lot for me, which I was like, all right, Pretty point, good integrated point everybody. Effects, yeah. yeah, It's kind of obvious where they want you, like he's jumping at the screen. Right. But they do it in an interesting way where they're playing with his perspective, uh-huh. which I haven't really seen a lot. It's very, it's very cool, which makes him more of a dream creature because yes. the physics of his body keep changing. Yes. Absolutely. We see him, yeah, definitely playing on each of our protagonists' fears, and it seems very related to what would be scaring them or what would be the thing that would kind of knock them into a different 
layer of fear outside of just being spooked. Yes, and I think that's a book thing. In the original film, he's only the clown it, Mm -hmm. but I believe in the book, he changes different characters. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just not the clown. He's being different scary. He's everything that scares you the most in this whole world or not of this world. I did like that in this one, even though too many of them are like zombie creatures, which I'm a little over. But I did like the idea of that he's man- manipulating himself to be your fear. Right. But then also, like, his true self, or his at least his preferred form, is the clown. But even as the clown, it was cool to see his forehead change size. Yes. And, like, he just, like, very subtle things in his design were just always off. It would, like, cut to the kids and cut back to him. It's like, now his nose is bigger like they just right. do these real subtle <laughs> like changes absolutely beyond his eyes dream-like. changing mm-hmm. right and i like that all yeah like he'd definitely do the thing where like his jowls came out and like obviously he was like the colors of, venom his, or colors of his eyes would change though yeah, too just, depending on like what kind of strike he was about to which do was too. great because you never knew what you were looking at like and these that layers was fun. of subtlety yeah it was an incredibly visually de- visually stimulating like you know for two and a half hours it kept me going the whole time there was definitely a lull, but I also feel like that was a very intentional, like we've hit that kind of hazy days of summer and just what are we supposed to do and the pressure's building and you know that the big showdown's coming anyway. Well, but... see, that's funny that you guys say that there's this dip in the middle of the movie because if you plot it out, yeah. it just, because there's a big cast, it's everybody getting their moment getting scared the shit out of and then their sequel moment where it gets ratcheted up to where like yeah. I need to shit or get off the pot we need right. to kill this clown I understand why they did it but yeah to me the pacing was off because there was so many characters and so many of the beats were similar right okay here's Timmy we're gonna watch him here's his scary thing it's like a zombie type creature it's it chases after him and then he disappears and yeah. doesn't kill the kid. Yeah. And you're like, right. oh, okay, well, that was like scary or that was whatever. Right. And then right after that, we'll go to the next kid and the same thing will happen. Or we'd have a group this. interaction between the two. So I'm kind of assuming as a viewer here, oh, wait, maybe this is us supposed to be assuming that, of course, and they've all shared these experiences and these exchanges, which we learned they had not. Yeah. Like, it took them a while to kind of all realize that they'd been creeped <laughs> creeped by the same shit. Yeah, it's, it's a classic take of, like, characters not talking to each other. Like, what like... do you all talk about all the time, then? <laughs> well, the yeah. Street Fighter and boobs. I mean, and they just, all they did was just take out the moments where the kids were like, ah, no, it's all in my head or whatever. Like, they didn't That's want to true. admit to, the, to going psychotic or whatever. Right. But I love that they also peppered in these neighborhood bullies throughout the... Thing. And you have these shitty kids whose parents are so mean to them that they turn mean and start rounding up the kids and like carve into their flesh and like threaten them with knives and like are so fucking horrendous and that the like dads or the leader of the pack's dad is the cop. Right. So like he's kind of got the law on his side. There's like no adult or like authority figure that these kids can so trust or turn to at all. I got a Stranger Things vibe where in that movie or in that series, the bullies are so awful we're trying to murder mm-hmm. the kids and right in the 80s were like boys thus murderers were they this terrorist like what was going on with boys in the 80s they were bad kids i don't know is it all just a part of like bullying being an easy social campaign to run where i feel like bullying now is all contemporary and like online and psychological instead of like yeah. throwing people over the side of a bridge because you know they're not going to Content or like you know allow for you to carve your entire full name across their underbelly. Yeah, 
Like, and now it's just like, oh, no, but we'll totally figure out a way to make sure that you're, like, you know, losing a bunch of online friends or that this is officially, like, scandalized. Well, we'll get to that when we start reviewing the trailer for friend request or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll That'll be that. the dirty 30. Yeah. So what's worse, yeah. There's a lot to say about it, but unfortunately we have to jump into our actual show, which is reviewing today's trailers, Battle of the Sexes. Boom. Emma Stone versus... Steve Carell on the tennis court, and Mother, Darren Aronofsky versus himself. This is the episode. Hello? Eureka, Billy Jean! It's Bobby, Bobby Riggs. Listen, I had a great idea. Male chauvinist pig versus hairy-legged feminist. No offense. You're still a feminist, right? I'm a tennis player who happens to be a woman. We just watched the trailer. This is an intro battle, by the way. For... Battle of the Sexes, a movie with Emma Stone, Steve Carell. Emma Stone is just a girl who claims to be the one, but the kid <laughs> is not her son. She says, I am the one, but the kid is not my son. Her name is Billie Jean. <laughs> Remember right before we hit record where you were like, hey, we're getting really good at these intros. Yeah. Yeah. Proved it tonight. No, you just, there was a slow burn. You had to build up to it. You, this was not just There's a lot a of redundancy in, the pan. in that intro. Well, blame that on Michael Jackson, not me. I didn't write the song. Right. Absolutely Blame true. it on the boogie is what I will do. <laughs> Nicely done. In Battle of the Sexes, men are from Mark McCormick, and women are from Venus Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Those are <Yeah>. tennis players. <laughs> All right, I knew, like, the first name I was lost, but you got me with the second name. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Google. See, and I was just going to go, at the beginning of tennis, you got zero, zero. That's love. Are you going to love Battle of the Sexes? Let's get going. Whoa. Whoa. You brought somebody, the heat. Somebody bring the serve. Well, what are we doing here? So, if, not, if this is not the Battle of the Sexes of the Battle of the Sexes intro right now. Right now. And, like, we're kind of the Steve Carell character where we're just, like, the clowns uh-huh. goofing off. Our wings are out. We're and Lane's out. like, let's play some fucking tennis. <laughs> <laughs> let's play some fucking podcast. I'm really, right I, I like the idea of the visual of you guys just, like, morphing into one or, like, having Sean jump on your back, maybe, uh-huh. Dylan or Devin. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just called you the wrong name. I don't know. Where am I? Is. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm taking it as a compliment. This Dylan kid must be really <laughs> sweet dude. If you haven't already guessed, back in point the point. saddle again. <laughs> Plug three is in the house. Lane Keniston is back in the movie baby's headquarters. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome back. Yeah. She's got a beverage, an adult beverage. She's got little kid candies. I know. I'm here. I have beer. Get yeah. used to it, Bellingham. You're this a, is officially this is the thing that's of our happening. Movie baby trio. Oh, come on. Patty Mayonnaise is... We gotta stick to the Muppet lore. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Battle of the Sexes is a movie that I didn't know existed before this afternoon when you told me we were reviewing it. (laughs) So I have a lot of questions. Yeah. All I know about tennis, I learned from Mario Tennis for Nintendo 64 because we would skip out in AP English. We got off-campus privileges to go write our papers, and we would go to Mark Stifler's house and play Mario Tennis instead. Surprisingly fun. Yeah. Like, all those games, like NBA Jam, here's a sports game. You know what would make it really fun? Put some power-ups on it. Yeah. Absolutely. Even Mario Golf was kind of fun, you know? Was it? I never played that one. You don't want to admit it, but it, was, it wasn't it was the best. Mario Tennis was definitely up there for me. Never messed around with soccer. Not sure if that yeah. was a GameCube situation, actually. They have all the sports. Like, I did some Mario Pre-Wii Croquet sports. earlier today, and... 
Really? What? A game? Mario Croquet? That was a joke, you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are fucking rusty. Yeah. Alright, alright. Uh, so Everybody get your head in the game my, right now. My point being, I know no, so little yeah. about tennis. No, no one's winning this battle of the sexes. Yeah. Absolutely not. My questions start from zero zero or love, if you will. Mm-hmm. Is this a real event that took place in Based reality? Yes, on sir. a true story. Okay. Not only a true story, the true story. Okay. Is what came the, up the on the screen, Hollywood which I story. really liked, where it was like, we're getting the God's honest truth. Right. Here's another battle of the sexes. Lane, you and I both wikipedia Wikipedia r- battled? R- yeah, r- wikipedia <laughs> this real story. Yeah. Let's kind of like put our heads together, see who got the real story and can do it in the most succinct way. Um, I have a I have One a, knuckle crack. W- that almost bet. sounded intimidating. Yeah. Who will win that? Okay, let's make some bets. <laughs> Put your money on. Mm-hmm. Who you think will win this one? Uh, the one of you who does research all day long, or yeah. the one of you who can't fucking say a sentence without stammering. Wow. I, I, She's I, in I the room, Sean. <laughs> She's right in front of you. All right, ladies first. All right. So Billie Jean King seemed to have a very extensive tennis career. She made it to Wimbledon in 1961 as a very young person, maybe 17 going on 18. Don't look at me. You read the article. I don't know what's happening here. Can I tap out? Is it too late to change my back? I'm telling you, man. She was our Williams sisters at a time before the Williams sisters would have been allowed to play tennis Mm -hmm. on the same court as Billie Jean King, which is an interesting thing to think about. We got ourselves a tennis great. She is you know, making headways in career. She actually marries a man named Larry King, not our Larry King live man that we know. This is Larry King pre-recorded. Exactly. Nice. Off, off the record. <laughs> in 1965. Um, and they're, like, starting all kinds of awesome tennis federations for women, about women, and, like, really bringing a lot of women onto the scene in tennis, which mm-hmm. is incredible. And this is all long before Billie Jean King's, you know, like an actual like advocate for LGBTQ rights and just like civil rights in general and Title IX, which is hopefully not going to be deconstructed by Betsy, what's her name, next week. But we're not talking about Betsy, we're talking about Billie. <laughs> Billie Jean King gets this call from this guy named Bobby Riggs, a 55-year-old former tennis guy. Sometime, you know, maybe in the early 70s. Seems like the Battle of Sexes goes down in 73. Mitch, the summer of Watergate. Tensions are high in the in this great nation. Damn. You drown, I'm drowning. <laughs> I'm drowning. It's okay. I think I'm just like really gonna shut this down. You aren't gonna have that much to fill in afterwards no, no, no. here. Let's keep at this going. Point. Mm-hmm. I'm getting um, ready in the corner here. And at this point, Billie Jean King's 29. She's going up against this guy who's 55, and history is forever made on the court that day. All right. All right. So. So sir, sir, service. Yeah. Oh, that was a huge, big old yeah. blob. You just got okay, so overhand clobbered. And uh, this is what I looked up. Are you looking at it right now? <laughs> Don't worry, he's gonna hit this into the net. No, no, it's gonna be good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You did a lob, but little did you know, it it was an alley oop, and I'm gonna slam dunk it. <laughs> Three sixty slam a jamma. Uh, he's on fire. Nail in the coffin. <laughs> Billie G. King is not my lover. She's just... Oh, my God. She just claims that I am pulling, the one. pulling your mic. Okay, this is what I... Here, this is what I did get. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Well played. Um, Thank you. A polite golf or tennis clap. This dude in real life, this was not his first battle of the sexes. What? He did challenge Billie Jean and she declined. And so instead, he played... 
who I don't have her name, but she was female. I'll look it up. Watching you scramble to look this up while you're talking at the same time is like, it's infuriating. <laughs> he played Margaret Court in, when he was in his 50s on Mother's Day. Wiped the floor with her. Okay. Oh, no. And Sports Illustrated named it Mother's Day Massacre. That oh, he, like, geez. destroyed this girl so bad. Uh-huh. And then Billie Jean was like, fuck that. I am Bring challenging you. Okay. They did have this battle of the sexes. All right. And she, spoiler, for real life, I guess. <laughs> you could uh, Wikipedia this yourself. But you could get it right here on the Movie Babies episode. Uh, she beats him. And oh, she wins, so hard. like, the prize. Of, like, the Highlander prize? She I becomes think there was, like, a $100,000 prize for this. Okay. So here's the controversy, though. So it's, like, a feel-good moment, right? Absolutely. She did it. There's she shut this guy down. everywhere. Apparently he threw the match because he was in deep with the mob. He bet against and himself. And he bet against himself because the odds were so bad, which is what I just did right now <laughs> in this Wikipedia <laughs> battle. <laughs> I put my money on you! Because <laughs> I knew I would lose this. Um, that that's was, crazy! That's great. Okay, yeah. so that Get my me. conspiracy spidey senses so we, going off right now. What? 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 So the question is, what's this movie going to be? Is this going to be an instance of real life being more interesting than the movie? Mm-hmm. Like, is the movie going to try to sugarcoat this feel-good moment? Or mm-hmm. is it kind of going to get into this gritty stuff where it's like, he's in trouble with the mob... And he's, like, throwing matches and all this stuff. This is Steve Carell in a post-Foxcatcher world. Yeah, right? He's a bad guy. It was kind of interesting to see the lineups of folks coming through here, and it was just like, oh, this is just another, like, everyone in Hollywood's hanging out with their friends for six weeks and hanging out. But, oh, shit, everyone's kind of an Oscar nominee in this right now. Like, when did that happen for our Yeah, our which crew means there? there's got to be a twist in the characterization. Otherwise, they wouldn't have taken the roles. It's a little early right? for award season, but, yeah, I'm very interested. Devin, I think you're onto something here. I like it because in the trailer, it sells you a movie where you couldn't be more on Billie Jean's side. Just yes. like watching this buffoon just this act a fool. This motherfucker. If yeah. I can say one thing about this week in a post-clips and like Mercury retrograde world, mm-hmm. fuck the patriarchy mm-hmm. so hard from behind twice. <laughs> and, in, and in the front. Oh my God. Just Well, that would uh, be... Too pleasurable. Oh, I see. Oh, my goodness. Um, Steve Carell does not look like a good dude to be around. Which... He's hanging out in payphones. There's got to be a flip side to this, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's he plays the whole movie as this, like, absolute atrocious, misogynist shithead, but there's something else. And with her, she's so perfectly portrayed as, like, you couldn't inherit hero status anymore <laughs> if it, you know, fell off the back of a truck. Nay, Shiro. If you will. <laughs> And I will. And so there's got to be something with her, too. There's mm-hmm. got to be a little gray area or some type of, like, inner conflict or the backstory that we'll hear about that kind of maybe is going to paint her in a less it, heroic light. It depends on what kind of movies they're going go. for. Hidden Figure, I enjoyed that movie, but it very much is, like, these women are perfect. There's no flaws. Yeah, in... and so it, it paints, like, you. it's like kind of paint by numbers or what you know is going to happen. Mm-hmm. This could be a similar thing where it was, we just want to tell this story, uh, Billie Jean triumphing. 
So they might, they might play it straight like that. Mm. But it may be more interesting to go a little more risky with it. Yeah, mm. make some characters who are a little more... Morally ambiguous. Yes. Absolutely. My, my first thought while watching this trailer was the Andy Kaufman situation. Around this time, Andy Kaufman was wrestling women and like right. challenging women and like beating them up and riling up the crowd. Like this performance art piece. Yes, and we find out later, like years and years later, that, mm-hmm. oh, this is all like make-believe. This is all him putting on a show and then like him challenging Jerry the King Lawler to like defend all the women and to stop this like evil guy like all that's part of the show absolutely that's what I was wondering about Steve Carell's character here like he's so like women belong in the kitchen right. and in What's the bedroom and like he's dressed up like Mar- court. yeah little Bo Peep it's like so over the top uh, playing with a frying pan <laughs> yeah it's so over the top that it's like he's in on it right he's mm-hmm. just like playing it up he has to, like, to be I mean it's interesting to me I focused on Billy Jean in my research and you focused on him in your research which oh, I really yeah. like we definitely like came full frontal and like mm-hmm. who we were repping and what we were like into well, in terms you know, of this situation a little I, bit I stick to what I know absolutely no I feel <laughs> that so something i'm interested in is like whether or not he was washed up at this point you know he makes a mention of being uh at wimbledon or you know having either some doubles or some singles life doubles would be interesting to mm-hmm. see if somebody dumped him and maybe you know became george michael of the wham situation in he's that in, duo he's in his late <laughs> 50s when he's pulling this shit exactly okay. is he washed up is he trying yeah. to bring well, attention going right and we are introduced to his character in the trailer at uh, gambling anonymous meeting. So, <laughs> Back in the days when you could still cross talk. Yeah. So potentially he's well past his prime and also a gambler. So yeah. he's, that's hence the betting. Or is he? Yeah. Is himself. he just kind of a haunty like guy that just kind of like wants to stir shit up with people? Is he just that like controversial or that's how he gets his kicks? Maybe. Yeah. Because in that gambling scene, they kind of portray him. He's stirring he's it up. In the back. Right? right. Like yeah. he's taking over the meeting. He's like. You're, you're not here because you're gamblers. You're here because you're bad at winning. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys just got to get better. Exactly. Keep going. Keep at it. Maybe he's, like, the... He's doing some pre-Bill Murray stuff where just, like, you'd never believe me. But, like, mm-hmm. this is just, mm-hmm. like, his legacy of trying to have this trail of him, like, burning through the Midwest on this, like, awful anti-tour. Mm-hmm. Do you, you remember the Seven Days in Hell spoof that came out a couple years ago? Andy Samberg versus Kit Harrington in, like, a tennis thing? Yeah, absolutely. It's an HBO like comedy mockumentary. Mockumentary, yeah. No, you didn't see it. I didn't see it either. I watched the trailer for it. Some people at work were like, "This is really funny," and I was like, "It could be." It's not very funny, and (laughs) it. This made me go right back to there. I was like, I don't find tennis engaging enough to give a shit about this. Unfortunately, absolutely. Like I, I mean, the social implications seem very cool, but like, as far as sports movies go. I'm not very enthused to go watch a tennis movie. I don't think tennis yes. is very funny or like engaging as a competitive sport or whatever. It's kind of like a bougie frou frou sport in my well, opinion. Well, the queen goes to watch tennis. It's yeah. Pong. It's the worst video game. Right. You're just hitting <laughs> a thing back and forth. But like, I think volleyball is cool, but I don't think tennis That's is cool. That's because you're a pervert, Sean. <laughs> Thank Here's you. a question that I have for you, Sean, mm-hmm. is. Going against the grain of, you know, some inspirational sports movie, this is the antithesis of Rudy. What sport do you want yes. to see as a lighthearted comedic romp? I could go with some pinball. Uh, that's a sport, right? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> the sense that there's a ball that involved. Great, have you yeah. seen that great documentary? 
Uh, what about the video game guy? The yeah. King of Kong. King of Kong, yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, that guy's a fucking character. I was going to bring up, is it Lagon, the Indian the movie? cricket movie? Yeah. Like, yeah. that movie is, like, four hours long. It's about cricket. You're engaged the entire time. Yeah. Have you like, seen it? Yeah, I have seen it. It's fan- It's a great film. Do you remember Patton's trailer with the Hunger Games <laughs> yes. on the top of it? <laughs> we'll link, damn, we'll link another Patton uh, movie trailer. It's so universal. Oh, perfect. But that story's about like a village, and it's about like saving the village. So there's other elements here. So yeah. it all relies on how much you buy into the story of the like, context. Yeah. Devin, what about you? Do you like sports movies? I love Rocky. Rocky was my favorite film for a very long time. And there was some Rocky vibes on here. When she's like doing the montage of her she's running and stuff. She's jogging at a lot of different times of the day. I want a full-on Rocky montage on here. And Absolutely. If, if I get that, and you mentioned Rudy, if we get like a Rudy's Billy Jean, Billy Jean King, exactly. Billy Jean King. Oh. oh, and at the end when they put the crown on her and she's like, you know, you know, you know. Before, before I came here, here, they called me Billy Jean King, King, King. But today, 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 I'm going bye, 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 bye. Billy Jean Queen. 2017 queen, year queen. of the Queen. Devin Everybody Spencer. has their hands in the air right now. Because oh. <laughs> there's emotional. Oh, this man. is the year of the Queen, and that's something that I'm really interested in in terms of whether or not we are going to just have this and like Wonder Woman was the one saving grace for like all of summer mm-hmm. blockbusters making any money. Apparently, this was our yeah. worst summer season in many a year, mm-hmm. back to like 98. Yeah. Titanic just like kept it going until 1998. So it's just like, <laughs> oh, shit, we can't have this in the theaters anymore. So is this going to be, I, I went on this last time. Is this going to be our like feel good female movie to bring us all into the theaters? You take your mom, you take your grandma out to go see Battle of the Sexes after like a night at the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I hope so. It all kind of depends on Emma Stone. Ah. Interesting. Because no. like Steve Carell overshadows her so much in this trailer. Just because of the climbing. He is doing a lot he's all the time. He's doing a lot, and he's, like, so likable that even though, like, he's playing the bad guy here, you're kind of like... It's office syndrome. With yeah. I, I'm a little concerned that we're going to see a lot of... But here's why he's like this, you guys. Like, we definitely have some portrayals of him looking like he has a very cold dinner with someone that's maybe a, a mm. trophy wife Elizabeth figure. Elizabeth Shue. Good eye. Oh. First woman I ever pictured naked. Interesting. Was <laughs> yeah. she wasn't even wearing her shoes? <laughs> I didn't have the wherewithal to know what a naked female looked like, so yeah. when I thought of her with her clothes off, there was just a white glowing light emitted <laughs> from, from her body because I had no... Yeah. From on pitch to where the legs no. Sean, don't go to the light! I'm <laughs> not uh, ready for this. We yeah, have so, another scene where it looks like he has some clothes coming out of a, a yeah, window being thrown, and he's just watching, him. exactly. He's watching him get kicked out so, of his life. So he might separated sympathize the sexist. <sighs> but that's... What the patriarchs want to have happen to yeah. mm-hmm. She does have a scene, and all her scenes are pretty, like, it looks like we're going to a scene where her, like, telling off some boss character. Played by President Bill Pullman? Yeah, and, like, you don't, this is why you don't want women to, you feel challenged by uh, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Which is like, this is where it all changes, buddy. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. What Let's- if he's a mob boss? Oh, yeah. But it looks like he was a sports announcer. But he could be both. Who could exactly still be in the mob. He was wearing a pinstripe suit. If that tells 
That's a mafia. That's absolutely. What's going to make her interesting besides her just being the feminist character? Her coming marks? of age queer love story. It looks like she's hooking up with Judy Greer the okay, whole time. Okay, that was what I was going to ask. It's like, who's that? There's a silhouette picture. And I couldn't tell who they were. Was it her and another lady? I yes. think it was. Billie Jean King is like known from like my childhood and just like feminist icon Rolodex, you so know. You, so you know, you already knew this. She's a she's a lady, lady queer icon. Yeah. All right. Damn it! I'm. I need to buy the book. I'm not even in the. <laughs> I'm not even in that section of the library. And Did I you take to... APOS history with Mrs. Geigos at South Kitsap High School? I mean, probably. I don't remember. <laughs> you asking me to remember high school? She's got her stuff going on. Right. Is uh, Emma Stone a good inhabitor, a uh, person to inhabit the spirit of Billie Jean King? Like in where we last left Emma Stone, as far as my... Oh, La La Land? Was her Oscar oh, mishap yeah. giving the, or taking or somehow the envelope fucking up? between her acceptance and the Best Picture Award being presented. and that, You can't blame that on her. She that was, was Mia Farrow. That's and... the smoking gun, right? <laughs> I mean, she was there. That's my coloration of the thing. I don't know what she's done for me lately. I feel like you are portraying her as like the red-headed Jessica Rabbit vixen right now that she would just walk by and someone would just start following a trail of like her pink scented perfume in the air and all of a sudden the envelopes just... Okay, you lost. I quit listening after Jessica Rabbit because now I want that live action movie with her, Jessica Rabbit. That could work. Okay, well, before we read the thing, I want to talk about Miss Opportunities. Yes. Do you not play Man's World by James Brown in this trailer? Mm. Do you think it's in the soundtrack? This Man's seems like a, World! This is a big budget film. You got the Little Miss Sunshine director. That was a nice little, everybody well, loved it. You're, you're going to have good music in this Queen, movie. Queen Bee, right? Totally. Put some of her on the soundtrack. Or ACDC. Go on. Just any ACDC back song. In, back in black? Yeah. <laughs> It's nope. just a trailer trail. Otis writing Tramp, shutting down all this Steve Carell nonsense. The smoke is finally cleared in Bellingham tonight after mm -hmm. it rained a little bit. Thank goodness for that. The world is ending. We have to get ready, and I'm starting a tribe of Amazonian warrior women. Yeah. Meet me in the Puget District. The battle of the sexist <laughs> is beyond a tennis court. This is your chance to really figure out whose team you want to be on. Is it Emma Stone's or Steve Carell's? I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to be on... Mario's team, because he has all those power-ups. <laughs> Let's rate this trailer. Lane, you want to reacquaint yourself with the rating system or, or acquaint our listeners to it? In the baby movie babies universe, with babies that watch movies and movies that are babies in the sense of trailers, you got, you got yourself a three-pronged liking system here, mm -hmm. based on an excellent Regal Cinemas ad. I love robots. I love robots. You don't really love it. Hate it. In space with zombies. In space. In space with zombies. You're kind of in the middle of the road. What are we going to have to do to put it in space or with zombies in order to make this something that I'd want to go see and check out? What sport should it be? Space tennis. <laughs> and then we got our creme de la creme, like a lot. So you cool if I scream, like a lot. I like this movie. I like it a lot. It's pretty straightforward. I like that that one's always just like, yeah. Based on this trailer that we just watched, what's your feeling about Battle of the Sexes. And we're, at least I am waiting for, on bated breath here, for your answer. I don't want to go opposite. <laughs> we're just going to follow your lead. That's gonna make... Are you throwing this match? Are well, you making sure that we all lean in? Look, <laughs> I can't, 
I've said too much shit on this podcast. I need some points here at okay. this point. We'll I don't want to go against... I hate this trailer, and you're like, no, it's like, it's going to save the world. And then I look, there's like so much egg on my face, right? <laughs> yeah, I think this was a like a lot for me. Like, oh, I shit. think... You know, this, it's got enough of like, oh, I'm going to chuckle a couple of times for sure. Hopefully I'll get a few good like, oh, laughs out of the way. Uh Get it going. This is something that I would go spend money to see, I guess, is kind of where that comes down for me, honestly, Mm -hmm. at a certain level and at a certain point, especially in these days. I'm still not sure how I feel about MoviePass. Don't know if y'all have gotten to that yet. Put it in there. At some point. (laughs) But yeah, I like this a lot. And especially Devin, like you're totally tapping into my conspiracy theory brain where I'm like, and now I have to know whether or not they get into the deep, dark depths of, like, what really happened here. Because the patriarchy's been coming at me strong this week. Like, slash in general, like, not just at me, but, like, I don't know. I'm going to be really sad if he threw the match, because that was always something where I was like, hmm, 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 hmm. Y'all say you guys are biologically, you know, superior, just being a little bit taller, a little bit faster, a little bit stronger, but no, 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 no. It would be a really bold move to, like, Show that in your, like, movie. Exactly. You're throwing the ball in the air in slow motion for, like, this, like, just feminism's rise. We're blocking out the sun. And then the tennis racket just comes down, but it's, like, definitely on your side of the net still. You know, with, like, Steve Carell's getting to come out on top. Mm-hmm. A little curled mustache Do you... tying someone to a fucking railroad track over here. Not to derail your rating, because you're doing amazing. (laughs) An A-plus rank right there. Do you you have a suspicion, perhaps, that Steve Carell is a secret feminist sympathizer and is caricaturing himself to be that great That was my Shyamalan twist idea Uh until Devin was like, yeah, he also tried to do Battle of the Sexes before. So this was not the first time that he did it, where, like, it maybe was just such a spectacle that maybe that was going to be his redemption point, that at least he, like... Well, he did challenge her first and then beat this other girl. So So maybe to, like, lure her. Yeah. Do you think that happened in the same year? You know, like, I'm really curious about the timeline of this now, too. Mm -hmm. I mean... I can look it up. Go ahead. If you, if you have a couple hours, I can look it up. Yeah, totally. Uh, Intent. Um, he does die. Spoiler. Oh, great. Like in general? In, on the court? He fakes a heart attack, but then it's a real heart oh, attack, yeah. and everyone's like, Bobby Riggs, <laughs> you did I this did last it. time. I did it for the support of heart attack victims everywhere. I bet against my own heart. Um, he died from prostate cancer. Why are you looking up that? That's not even what we're talking about. <laughs> But was it on the court? Uh, okay, 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 okay. 1973, he played this other girl during the Mother's Day Massacre. He played a woman. Okay. He played a woman. Just think, of play the language. Child. Just think of the language of that. He played a woman. Don't hate the player. Hate the game of tennis. Because it's Always. Oh, and then later That's that year, he challenged this other girl. Okay. So potentially, it's all on this hype train to... Slash his trajectory into, like, middle-life crisisville at yeah. 55. He's yeah. not going to live to be 100. I mean, it's how you would book a WWF match. Exactly. You, 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 your heel, your bad guy, beats a fan favorite. These motherfuckers talking trash in interviews and stuff that they're watching on the teeniest, tiniest little yeah. local television. He's cutting, he's cutting some promos. Mm-hmm. He's getting the crowd to throw the tomatoes at him. Yeah. God. And he's he's building up. He loves it. He's building up this baby face, and the Hulk Hogan's gonna run wild on him. Uh, Hulk Hulk Hulkin. Hulkalating. She Hulk Hogan. Uh huh. <laughs> that was that was already teed up for you. I don't know why you were trying to like 
fucking dunk a golf ball. <laughs> I was trying to think of a female name of all. And yeah, Marvel already did it for <sighs> Thanks, patriarchy, you schmucks. Alright, rate it. I'm gonna give it in space with the, the zombies. Typical. Right in the middle of the road. Why? Because couldn't go one way or another, Devin. I just felt like I've seen this movie before. If it has some twists to it, I'm interested. So you're taking kind of down the line, is this just a lighthearted romp that you're going to enjoy maybe catching a matinee after school one day compared to is this an Oscar contender? Are we going to have some deep, dark depths to really scrape and figure out why everyone's motivated to battle at all? Why can't we all just get along? Sean, can we get along? What's your rating? I'm going to say I love robots. So, William, let me answer your question here. We can't get along. No. Why can't we be friends, y'all? We can't because we need to start making better movies. <laughs> That's where it starts, folks. If you wanna, if you wanna condition the minds, if you wanna like properly shampoo, condition, rinse, repeat the minds yes. in like the best, po- most positive way, we need better cultural stimuli rather than these movies that do it in such like a cookie cutter fashion. So. This is the damned if we do it, damned if we don't situation. Yes. If this movie is straight up the movie that they're selling us in the trailer, it does nothing for us. It does nothing for feminism. It does yeah. nothing for toxic masculinity. It's just like a little piece of taffy. It's not like... Just throwing the, a bone. Yeah, taffy exactly. Taffy gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, not good, good for, for you. you at all. Or if it's the more convoluted, oh, he was a secret feminist all along, and he was somehow structuring doing this. With the this. feminist mob. Right. It's then it's not really that great either because she didn't win in the capacity that the women who were behind her needed her to win for that victory to mean yeah, anything. He let her win or, or he, made her or he, whatever. Yeah. Like that's scary too. That doesn't really give us what we need to digest right now in this moment for me. So with our two theories, none of them giving us a quality movie, I'm just gonna back away from this and be like, I love robots. I need this movie to be to like have stronger gears and like a predator laser on its shoulder and like you know a T eight hundred hand and a T one thousand like knife hand and I need it to fucking like shove it through the milk carton of Todd you know my dad Todd and kill him uh-huh. and then just book down the street with its hands like this. I, I want a gif of you just doing that little run you just did Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. Robot hand. Well, I'm sure all our listeners followed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if they do what I said earlier and they make it like Rocky, Rocky didn't win that first fight. Right. It's tied. She's like, she's running towards it and she swings for it and then... Roll just, credits. Just... <laughs> We don't know. Did she win? <laughs> I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because I That's really liked. Fuck. I liked Little Miss Sunshine and so that movie much. too. Like that last scene of her in the pageant. Right. Like, oh my god. It killed me because it was like so unexpected, and the rest of the movie was like, it's like okay, 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 and then that scene, I was like, oh my gut. You gotta run towards the theaters to see Battle of the Sexes to get this all resolved for all of us. And that's happening. Was Battle of the Sexes. Please, come in. Hello. Hello. He's a stranger. We're just gonna let him sleep in our house. Hello. Hello. Did you know he had a wife?
He has pictures of you in his luggage. What were you doing in their luggage? What do they want? God help you. Mother, there is no other like mother. So treat her light, treat her right. <laughs> that was great. It's from the Mr. T, from the Mr. T song. Oh. I did songs for my intros this That's week. Good. I'm kind of into that. It's themed. Uh, mine's actually also song based, coming oh. in from our Little Miss Sunshine discussion earlier. She's a very kinky girl. The Whoa. kind you don't take home to mother. Oh, With an exclamation is. mark at there the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Mr. T also sing that song? I would love to. You know what? Should That's he, a YouTube wormhole to fall <laughs> Should he, he be do, in this movie? Well, should he do like a cover <laughs> album? Yeah. Yes. yes. Like William Shatner did? Yes. Oh my good. Mr. T, people, get at me. I don't know why they would need me to do this, but get at me. <laughs> Not Quincy Jones. We'll probably Devin Spencer. We'll have, we'll have some people call your people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure who's going to be on the other line, but Look, we'll see what we can make happen. We have an this. email. Tell me about Darren Aronofsky's latest, is it real or is it all in her head, mother exclamation point. He's done Requiem for a Dream. Pie, The Fountain, uh-huh. The Wrestler, Black Swan. He did The Wrestler? Mm-hmm. This guy is a weirdo. He's a in your head. He's a super freak. He's super freak. channeling Polanski real hard in this one. Oh my gosh, yes, because you know that they're dating now after meeting on set last year, right? What? D. D. Aronoff, uh-huh. Darnoff, and J. Law. Yeah, that was going to be my big reveal. Of That's your gossip? My gossip corner. And now you kind of jumped the gun here. It's old news. That's been going on for a year. I didn't know that. But okay, well, so that makes more sense because the first thing I thought of when watching this trailer is, why is J-Law with that old dirty man? Who's like telling her to come into his office. All right, you know what? Firstly, just again, smash all of the patriarchy. Fuck all of this shit. Come in. Like this is my office and my space. Uh-huh. This is your wife, dude. She lives here too. Fuck off, man. Although, he might be a bad guy. Do we know? He might be being a Steve Carell, and secretly, he's very sexist. He's going to throw the whole thing. (laughs) Um, So, some of the things I do know about this movie, apparently, Javier Bardem is just listed in the credits as him, and J-Law is just listed as she. So, why Zoe Deschanel was not casted (laughs) in this is really my she and him question. Or M. Ward. Absolutely. Uh, Maybe this is the... This is the true story of the... <laughs> the She and Him saga. She and Him Sharon Aronofsky bought this from, like, E! True Hollywood Story and was just like, give me 90 minutes mm-hmm. and a lot of fake blood. Mm-hmm. Let Ed me Harris see what I can do. Ed Harris is actually playing Ben Gibbard in this. Oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah, so if they don't have any proper titles or names, do we even know if they're married? Are they real people? Is this... So what's going on? Mm-hmm. So, Michelle Pfeiffer... Yes. ...admitted to... Not understanding the script the first time she read it and describing it as eocentric. She only committed to the project after uh, reading about her character. And realizing she'd get to wear thigh highs and still look so fucking amazing in them. We got a little glimpse of Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer getting down in these house where it sounds like oh, yeah. are they are they not Mr. and Mrs. Him? Are they Mr. and Mrs. She's, you know, in-laws? What's happening here? They seem like the old couple from Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. And that's another inspiration for this movie. It says it's rumored to be loosely (laughs) based on Rosemary Baby. Really? 
Because, okay. Here's the thing. I think Darren Aronofsky's getting a little shyamalan here for me. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I just, I know what to expect. It's not going to be a double-ended dildo at this point. That was that was a one wrench at one point in time. Mm. But Can there's we gonna be that? <laughs> That's the sound bite we wanna take away yeah. from all this. I'm gonna eat those words when this movie ends in a double headed <laughs> dildo <laughs> buck session. <laughs> but really thinking about like he has a lot of yeah, is it psychological? How scary is this? What's actually happening? You know, very disoriented, kind of just like taking this little glimpse and dropping the viewer into the middle of their house without having a lot of setup. Like, we're, I just feel like we're going to see, like, you know, maybe the end of a weird afternoon and, like, maybe into the night or, like, you know, like a fortnight. Time's going to be super disjointed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And this couple's and in this house's kind of, like, experiences. So this guy's absolutely hiding behind a lot of the kind of, like, you know some scary shit's going to happen, but, like, you don't know. You don't know a lot of what's going on from this trailer still. He, he, he's hiding behind the not knowing. Yeah, he has a gimmick, and he's... Going all in on it. Now, in order to smash the patriarchy, I want to lift the veil. I know what happens in this movie a little bit as we're getting within one week of its release date. I kind of want to spoil the shit out well, of it. Well, from what I know, I'm we, sure there's still twists, too, all kinds of she's twists. She's pregnant. <laughs> dun dun dun. Matter, right? That's what it is, right? You know what? It looks like they're in a red state. I don't know if this is going to bode well for her, depending on the status of their relationship. I don't know. We're going to see a lot of visually jarring stuff. I know this, but I'm thinking instead of Rosemary's Baby, this is bringing in a lot of some old school black and white Rebecca and gaslighting for me. A lot of like, J-Law, are you sure you saw that blood escaping from the light bulb? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, he's going to be doing are that. Are you yeah. sure you saw a weird, no. chaotic, like, blood? I hate those type that's, of movies. That's Not. Polanski. That's, that's Repulsion, and that's Rosemary's Baby, is the whole time everyone's tricking both of those characters to be like, is this stuff happening? You see her mixing up a fancy gold drink, hmm. you know? Is she is she hallucinating? She What's sauce? happening? You gotta get out. You gotta get out. It looks like pee, also. She's drinking her own pee. If you drink a pregnant woman's pee, your you just your mind goes loopy. I've is seen it a million happens? times. If I've seen it once. Okay, so in this trailer, we see a lot of things, but we do see some strangers coming into the house that the... Him character, who is Javier, what's Javier his name? Bardem. Yeah, that guy from the James Bond movie. We all know him from. And the, the No Country for the Old Man. He's drinking the milkshake. No and Country for the Old Man. Who's the old man now? Sitting yeah. in your office in the early he, evening. He's the grumpy. Candlelight. He's the grumpiest of the old man, <laughs> and he's in this movie, and he's letting these strangers in. He's uncovering secrets. Why do you have pictures of these people? No, why do the people have pictures of him? That one, too. <laughs> and it, we're, we're at a get-out situation where he discovers all that shit, and he's like, he's like, oh, what? what is this world? So my question is, are they using J-Law's body to fuck? Yes. <laughs> like, in, like in Get Out. Of course Spoiler they are. For get Darren Aronofsky wants to fuck her. He's going to want everyone to want to fuck her by making this movie. Okay, this movie so, is the male gaze of Get Out. Yeah, so here's my theory. It says here... He wrote the script in five days. Oh, did God. he just go... Throw his dick on a typewriter? Oh, did he just... Yeah, did he go, I kind of want to fuck J-Law. I wonder if I can I, make that I happen in five days. Happen. What if I make Seven. this movie and cast her in this... It's like the modern day... Like, if you're a director, that's your, like, love letter. 
like you like we just saw we all just saw it and one of the kids made like a sweet little postcard with like a poem on it and gave it to his crush that said like secret admirer spoiler for it i guess <laughs> exactly but joseph like, minnelli knew that he needed to make liza he had to lure judy into his web one way or another but if you're a director is this like you going all like here's my love letter it's a script mm-hmm. that i'm going to cast you in and since i hold all the power i'm going I'm to make you fall in love with me or like you maybe like start a podcast with your friend and then when you hear the crush of your life is moving back to Bellingham, yeah. you somehow trick her into being on the show. Yeah. Oh shit, nothing like this. Can you just pull Darren um, Avogoski? <laughs> Avocado Tostoski? <laughs> it's all making sense. Oh, oh no, well just, Sean... You can't quit the podcast now, or it's gonna. It's gonna get gonna weird. Look really bad. People are going to be talking. Yeah. Oh god! All seven listeners are going to be talking about this <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. But is it like a Darren twist where there was no listeners the whole time? <laughs> yeah. It was just. Lost. I heard there's a twist in this movie. Okay. I'm interested to see what it is well, based on so what we've seen. You have a potential spoiler for the twist. Let's, let's, let's lay so, that on the table. J-Law is Duder's second wife. Who's Duder? Him. Oh, him. Javi him. Javi him. L. <laughs> That's his. She's the second wife. She's the second wife. So, you know, one thing he said was like, uh, I got to breathe life into this house and like kind of, you know, maybe bringing in some like, we're out in the middle of nowhere. This is our time and space. He's a poet, which mm. could potentially explain why the picture is in the, in the suitcase and going, you know, maybe, maybe Ed Harris is just a fan. He's just so, a dude kind of wandering Woody Guthrie style. Like, oh my God. And I just stumble across my favorite dude's house. Like, so let the, me come in and drug his wife. So the question that Bullshit. presents then is who is his first wife? What happened? Is it Rosemary? Is he... Is it Rosemary's baby? <laughs> Blood is grows where my Rosemary goes. Like an antichrist who puts Satan seeds in gals mm-hmm. and the... <laughs> What's that thing you do with your fingers? That's how you put Satan seeds in gals. Gals um, gardens? Are yeah. you just in gals in general? Like, yeah. Were you going to yeah follow that one up? Are you, you guys are talking like you've never put a Satan seed in a gal before. <laughs> <laughs> the universal hand signal for yeah. putting a... It's yeah. like, yeah. this is how you get the airplane in the hangar. Yeah. This is how you put the Satan seed in the cow. Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, stirring Swirling a fine cognac fine well, It's like you're like stirring like a witch's stew. Yeah, exactly. With your finger still? That's boiling it's, hot. It's kind of half Arsenio. It's kind of... <laughs> yeah. I've completely derailed. Call that. Where was this going? Whether or not he's doing he's, some Satan-y stuff, or is he yeah. just kind of like... What if this is a secret sequel to Rosemary's Baby, where he's the baby, he's the what happened to its eyes baby yeah. at the end? You weren't lying. He's going fall in Shyamalan, uh-huh. but now he's making sequels to movies that <laughs> don't know that You didn't even yeah, know. Sequels. Like, secret sequels. It's also a sequel to... Sequel exclamation mark. Wicker Man, <laughs> somehow, because it's got this cult of people yes. that rushes up on the house. With flashlights well, at night. This very yes, like a... Well. It reminded me a lot of, like, the eyes wide shut sort of, like, sexy stuff happening. Like, these like some swingers or something. And, yeah. Like, okay. You see a scene of her getting sexy, and he's like, you just got to open up yourself to new experiences, and he's being all creepy about it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to fuck Jayla. Yeah. That's the burden to bear for her, slashing all women, smash the patriarchy. I had, like, a beef with, I guess, Jayla's 
management starting my career maybe being a revolutionary character for young gals to look up to like hunger games winter's bone yeah. just like solitude doing it on her own like kind of bearing the burden of femininity in these tenuous situations and then they kind of threw her into the chris pratt movie passengers yes as oh like God. a real like forgot victim of the most heinous like like patriarchal boy howdy ever. I'm just a good old boy who's not <laughs> murdering this woman by waking her out of cryo slash state. just trying to have something to not stick my dick in for the next like eighty years or whatever Michael Sheen's not gonna have something behind the bar yeah Pro- problematic uh, in her <laughs> roles lately having been like. At one point, a little more like, oh, maybe she's got, maybe she's onto something here. And Where now. Where's my Katniss gone? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. This one seems also problematic for like what's at stake gender wise. Uh, not, uh, wow. Well, Th- is this the battle of the sexes? Like who's going to come out on top in Hollywood right now? She's stuck in this role that we don't want her to be stuck in. Yeah. Right. And the Javier guy. Like, I don't want to see... Like, he's fantastic as a villain, but you've done those ones. Yeah. Like, you've done that. Maybe she's actually, like, devil's mistress. And, like, he's, like... I could just see this being a movie one way or another where, like, it's going to be very slow and, like, not creepy enough to build tension for, like, the first, like, two-thirds of it. And then there's just going to be a lot of weird shit that happens all of a sudden where it's just going to be a little bit visually, like... Yeah. Huh, there's we, a lot of blood for not being a lot of blood for the rest of this. We, yeah, we get hints of that. There's like a light bulb that like fills with blood and then that pops. Burst. The house turns to ash. Yeah. Ooh. We see like Javier's on fire yeah. at one point. Wait, was he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Creepy people in a cornfield mm. with like lights. Slowly making their way towards the house, yeah. descending upon this evil place. Is it an, do you think it's an evil place or an evil moment in time? Do you guys think Javier Bardem's been uh, typecast pretty hardcore? Is as he going to be able villain, to come back? Yeah. yeah. Should something else. Well, he was in Vicky Cristina Barcelona, right? Yeah, He's but like he was kind of rapey in that, too. Okay, God I, damn it. How Every time. It, I have an easy fix. Mm-hmm. Switch Steve Carell's role with Javier's role. Mm-hmm. Bring Imagine. Steve Carell. Javier's in the Mary, like little Bo Peep outfit, and he's like... Oversized tennis racket. Yeah, he's just like yucking it up, and then mm-hmm. Steve Car- Carell's kind of playing the sinister devil in disguise character. And like, they kind of have similar haircuts between the two movies, too. And they have the same haircut! I've never seen them in the same movie <laughs> at the same time. Who wants to break? Mother exclamation point. So everybody guessed. I love robots exclamation mark. Yeah. I did not make enough of a joke about that. Someone going to like yell, Mother! And then roll credits. Yeah. yeah. That's how it ends. Yeah. Because it'll sure. be like, Mother! Exclamation <laughs> 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 And black. Um, yeah, I'm going to say I love robots on this one. I'm not really like pumped to see Jayla like kind of stooping to a horror movie at this point right now. Like, she's not bringing me in just for having her be the badass female mm-hmm. lead. This movie is not going to pass the Bechdel test at all by any means for me whatsoever. And I just, I don't know. I don't really feel like I'm getting a whole, like, psychological creepy vibe versus, like, creepy-ass house vibe versus, mm-hmm. like, creepy relationship vibe because I just don't think that we need to show more of that in the world anyway. Let's just teach people how to have nice, healthy relationships. I'd watch yeah. that Harvey Bardem movie. They're really <laughs> sitcoming this one where you have the pretty, young, attractive girl with the old, fat guy. Right. The age discrepancies in this are just, yeah, 
doing some interesting things. I'm surprise, surprise, going to rate it in space with zombies. Right down the middle. Interesting. I don't think the movie's going to catch my attention at all. I've liked some of his other movies. I like Requiem. I like The Wrestler. Him as a filmmaker, I'm fine with. I thought in terms of how well made the trailer was, I was kind of intrigued. Mm-hmm. I like the like plucking of like a violin, maybe. Sean, you would know. Mm-hmm. Is it a violin? Uh, they're plucking a trombone. Okay, so it's a trombone they're mm-hmm. plucking. And there's a... <laughs> with a violin. They're plucking it with a... Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's like a... On the spit valve. Mm-hmm. 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 A little drop so, of water. Like, and it, like, plays over, like, the text of, mm-hmm. like, the film. There's, like, a lot of silence. Like, kind of like a weird silence, but, like, a fake silence of, like... Atmosphere whooshing increases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Very uh, lynchy. The vibe of the trailer was interesting. If it's the trailer we saw in the theater where there's a voiceover, I can't find it on the internet. If I can, I'll link it. It sounds like the honest trailer guy who's like, in a world. Hmm. But the guy who's like making fun of those guys, it's like him. He can't hit the full pitch. Yeah, and this is like a little goof to his voice. Mm -hmm. Well, especially with the things he's saying. Yeah, and so, like, he's just reading the thing where it's just like, in this house, you will find you, there's things unexpected. And then (laughs) you'll remember where you were when you saw Mother! Exclamation Yeah. Well, and then in the theater... Exclamation point. In the theater, it was like, after the movie, grab your popcorn and purchase a ticket to this movie. It's like, what? They're just coming out a week later. What are you doing? So it's... It's kind of like a throwback to those Alfred Hitchcock trailers where he'd come out and be like, in my newest picture, yes. you'll see this, and, and you'll see that. But it doesn't work. Like, us in trailer, well, not me. Oh. Other people in trailer wars. You're well, pointing right at me. <laughs> no, I say me. Uh-huh. Maybe you. Like, you and, the like, ro- Chris. The royal me. <laughs> like, AKA me, the queen. The, the A-team of the trailer trailer warriors, like, standoff, mm-hmm. right, is, like, a good example of, like, oh, this feels like an old-timey trailer. They tried to do that in the theater release trailer. Exploitation style. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't work, and it came off as comedy. Mm-hmm. Why are you selling your horror film as a comedy like that? You're, right. You're doing yourself a disservice. That right. one is... One of the goofiest trailers I've seen. Yeah. And just very interesting where, like, I'm about to go watch a movie. Maybe I don't want to think about watching another movie in a week from now. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed a little desperate to me. I don't know. I don't, I don't think you know how trailers work. <laughs> 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 I mean, I it's a like, little slippery premise, yeah. but I'm going to break something wide open here for I you. I do want to see you, like, make a trailer. Are you about to mansplain look, trailers to me no, right no, no. now on the Smash the Patriarchy episode of Movie Babies? Did you see that Lane has written on a full page of the Movie Babies notebook? Yeah. Smash the patriarchy. <laughs> oh, but look, you put it's Pat. hyphenated. Read the read the thing at the Patriot, bottom. Hashtag not all, not all Pats. Pats. I want to see that character. I covered man. my ass. Yeah, I want to <laughs> see that. Oh, my name is Pat. Patriarchy. <laughs> um, but I would love to see you make a trailer where it's just like plays at the theater. It's like, hey guys, I know you're about to go see it, but you know. Maybe in a couple months you'll want to see another movie. <laughs> uh, this one does come out next week, but I know you need some time. It would be time. Pat from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Pat, here to tell you. Yeah, I understand if you just want to see it on DVD. That's 
That's cool. I mean, me. we won't recoup, but like, that's what's <laughs> right. that's not your problem. That's our problem. That's our problem. That's we shouldn't have spent so much money on the movie. I'm sorry we did that. <laughs> I take it all back. Look, there's some vouchers at the concession stand for you. We left them. We're sorry. Thanks for enduring our ad. Sean, how do you feel about this movie? I don't care about it at all. Really? I love robots. Oh, the bottom Yet one. Yet again. Hey, we did it. We brought everyone together. We all hated <laughs> this trailer. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we can't unite with love. Mm. That's, that's the problem with all these people. Like, we need world peace. We need to bring the world together with love. It's like, problem. no. We got to bring it together with hate. Yeah, common enemy. Do you like this? Do you like this director? Do you like his other films? I do. I did when I was young. I did when I thought Cerebral was meant better movie, but I don't think that anymore. I think it's one thing to just rip off Polanski one because, like, really, that's going to be your choice. Two, (laughs) he's ripping himself off, ripping off Polanski because that's what Black Swan already did. I see. Like, this is his next move after Black Swan. He hasn't done anything between then. And that was, what, 2010? Have we had seven years of Black Swan Halloween costumes now? I don't care about this movie. Well, on that note, y'all. Sean's a little downer. Yeah. (laughs) A black yawn over here. I don't like moms. (laughs) Now it comes out. Here we go. The truth is... Moms, I love robots. Yeah. (laughs) If this mom's exclamation mark... Yeah. Does that do anything for you? Throwing the exclamation mark in there for fun. If we're gonna, if we're gonna smash the patriarchy, I'm all for it. It just turns out that I also don't particularly care for the matriarchy. If, so if, if it was, so if I'm it was a man called, with no country. Here. So if it was called father, no exclamation mark. No. What if it was called mother? Question mark. Mother, mother? are you my mother? Are you <gasps> yes, my mommy? The P.D. Eastman book. I, don't, I was doing a Doctor Who thing. Oh, cool. And all the people are coming to the cottage to be like, it's all paternity tests on like a, on like a Montel <laughs> episode. Mm-hmm. Like, that I would watch. Okay. I love those episodes so much. You are not the mummy. You are not yeah, the mummy. Yeah, because they're cousins. That's the like, but, next week follow-up But the episode. twist is, if it's not the mummy, they murder them. That's it. There you go. Shit. And that was... Mother! Exclamation mark. Mother, there is no other like mother, so treat her right. Mother, I always love her. My mother, so treat her right, treat her right. Give for the moan and the miserable groan from the pain that she felt when I was born. Always for the oven with its burning heat. Where she stood making sure I had something to eat Tears for the time that she stayed up at night And took my temperature when I wasn't feeling right Anxious for the hard-earned money she spent To keep clothes on my back and try to pay the rent Ears every wrinkle I put on her face And every worry that I caused when I stayed out late The last letter R is that she taught me respect She'll get mother. There is no other like mother. So treat her right. And that's the episode. <laughs> you just fart? Yeah, I just made a fart sound. I just realized that 
after you say that, every time I just make a stupid sound effect, and I was like, well, I'm just going to do the stupidest one. Yeah, you're like, you're like Carrot Top, but your props are your mouth. Yeah, exactly. So in the intro, we talked about the movie It, and if you did not get my spoiler warning, I'm sorry that we ruined It for you. <laughs> but my question to you guys is, what's your greatest fear? What would It transform into to spook you? It would be like I'm sleeping in my bed in the middle of the night, just like real chill, real vibed out, and then a little tickling at the bottom of my sheets on yep. my feet, and then a big Devin pops up and he's like, we gotta record a movie, babies! And I'm like, no! <laughs> I have to be funny! Don't make me. I think mine would be... I don't know. Wait, are we going funny or serious on this one? Devin, I want to hear what you have to I say. We're going seriously Battle funny. Battle of the for all the fears. That's Jeff's uh, big reveal. <laughs> Am I supposed to be serious <laughs> or funny on the show? We still don't have the answer. Well, I mean, my I dislike spiders. I don't know if I've gone on my spider rants on this show, but spiders are too powerful. They can do everything. <laughs> As someone <laughs> who's lived with you for... Eight to nine yeah. years, I've witnessed some real battles go down between because you and spiders. It's not even that they're creepy looking. Like, it's that they're too powerful. They're big. They're small. They're fast. <laughs> they can jump. They can swim. They can glide. Their web is, like, the strongest thing in the world. Absolutely. They can bite. They're quick. They hide. They're, they can go in the dark. They're venomous. They're poisonous. They can kill you. So you would be pleased to know that I think at the end of It... Yeah. When he reveals his, like, monstrous form, he's a big spider. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah. I mean, and that's, like, the most trope... Each kid gets a leg. It's perfect. That's the most trope thing you can do, right? The big spider, like, once Lord of the Rings did it, it's like, now everything does it. But there's right. a reason. Because everyone knows, like, all the greatest people in the world, Tolkien and... Stephen yeah, King. Stephen King. <laughs> From Tolkien... Stephen King to Devin. That very short line. A lot of white dudes in the 20th century. They all recognize the power of spiders. And, you know, I don't fear them. I do fear them. But I also respect them. Absolutely. I, because they are they are the devil. Who's the devil and mother? It's a spider. Big old spider. Spider! It's exclamation the, point. It's the, it's the queen spider. 2017 year of the queen. Yeah. Spider queen. I think, uh, just for the record... Oh, you got one. I think my biggest fear is that Sherry's ran out of pie shakes tonight. Again with the Sherry's thing, I need we to We gotta bring on. some ad revenue in here to fund Somehow. this pie shake endeavor. Yeah. I'm just saying if Blue Apron's not answering our calls... Yeah. Maybe we go with Sherry's. I, I call like Sherry herself and we're like, listen here. <laughs> Look, Sherry. I'm gonna talk to you businesswoman to businesswoman. Mm-hmm. I love your pie shakes. <laughs> I love what you do to them. They go straight to my hips. <laughs> I'm like a freaking Kathy comic over here. I can't stop. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, well, I do think that's how advertising works. Is if we just keep mentioning the product enough, eventually they'll give in and send us some at least some free shakes. We'll go tell the one waitress that you know is going to be a little overwhelmed tonight that we're here with movie babies, mm-hmm. and she will literally say, I do not care. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> is that? that? What's that What's a movie baby? What do you want, hon? She's smoking inside, even though that's not been a thing for, like, a long time. <laughs> Sherry's is just a lawless wasteland anymore. Uh, well, if you have any advertising opportunities for us... Call send, Sherry. Send us an email. Call Sherry. <laughs> If she doesn't answer, call the movie babies. You can find all our stuff 
on YouTube, Twitter, the Facebook. We have an email, moviebabiespodcast at gmail.com. And we have a website, www.moviebabies.com is your one-stop shop. For all things Movie Baby and more. Oh, shit. Why are we... You should just be doing this. (laughs) But, Sean. Yes. We don't have time to watch a two-minute trailer. You gotta smash that patriarchy. Oh, he's learning. And listen to a 50-minute podcast about all those trailers. And that's the Movie Babies. Bye!